Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy, nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger. With me as always, once again in the same room, it's Trevor Scott. This has got to be a record. I think like. it's absolutely a record for the number of consecutive <laughs> in-person recordings. Uh, this is what happens when I move a few blocks away from you. <laughs> and then I move a few blocks away because it's too close. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do some click pitch. It is the Global Game Jam. We, uh, we've we just gotten back by the time you're listening to this, but we're about to go at the time of recording. Yes. We may have already got the theme, so we're going to use the theme this week because we why the fuck not? Yes. And this obviously will not come out until after it's all done, so we're not spoiling it for anyone. Yep, we've so, been told not to, not to say anything when we're when we're actually in the. Yeah, that's it. A lot of people want to be surprised at the initial kind of keynote for the the weekend centric version. Right? Technically, the jam has started, but yes, uh, we will be jamming from Friday evening. So, the theme of the Global Game Jam this year is roots. Which uh, isn't great. <laughs> I mean, I guess there are a lot of different ways you could go with it, but I am certainly finding it difficult to uh, really latch on to anything yeah, and good. I mean, I just kind of wish that we could take this like we normally do, which is it's just a jumping off point. Well, like, and you can. I mean, look, look, there's no real strict rules at the Global Game Jam. We can do whatever the fuck we want. But we do want to try to stay somewhat within the theme. So, I don't know. We may do something tooth-related. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, That has been our main gist so far. But tonight, we are going to play our regular click pitch. And this is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three to one click, we're going to get two words, single words. Should we just do... Okay, let's do single words. Just so we kind of give each of them an equal weight. Uh, Each get a word... um, we're going to read them out loud, throw them together, and then we're going to add Roots mm-hmm. theme to that uh, this week. And um, then we're going to make a game design sure. out of that. Let's do it. Three, two, one, click. Increase. Dispensing. Roots. Okay. And I think before we start, let's... Take this as a bit of a, you know, brainstorming session potentially for the jam. So we'll try to keep them sort of small scope small games, scope. potentially doable. Um, Dispensing is interesting because that's definitely sort of something that can be turned into a mechanic of some yep. sort, you know. I think increase and roots. Mm. And we kind of quite often take it in teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if you have to keep on pulling teeth out of your face because they keep on growing at alarming rates and then you got to, like, dispense okay. it out? <laughs> okay. Pulling teeth is an interesting one. Whether it's your own mouth or you're, like, a dentist. And, I mean, we've got a history with dentistry on this podcast. Yeah. So, you'd so be you're a, a bit a bad of an guy. antihero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pulling teeth from a mouth... I can I can picture a sort of a surrealist, uh, you know, fast paced. You're having to pull certain teeth based on I don't know the rot level or the value of them, or <laughs> like again because if we're if we're, then, if we're an antihero, we and and we're basically we're putting pulling, it into yeah, we're pulling them for or maybe it's that you 
you have a series of mouths come across and you've only got a certain amount of time you've got to pull the highest value teeth. Um, <laughs> or, you know, you can you can help the person and pull, pull the well, rotten maybe one. maybe that's the balance. <laughs> maybe that's the balance. Maybe you might come across a mouth. And I think all you basically see is, like, the mouth. Um. <laughs> and it's got a really rotten, painful-looking tooth and it's got a gold tooth. And you're like, hmm, you've only got enough time to pull one. Because <laughs> it's on the conveyor belt. It's essentially on a conveyor belt. It could, yeah, it might even be continuously moving. It's just a carousel of, of it, mouths. It's VR, hundred uh, percent. yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't. I I feel like I want to veer away from VR. This game jam is the only thing, but this would be pretty good in VR. It I don't be. know. It could be good as sort of a. A mouse game as well, in a way where you're having to use that. Because I know there's something about having to sort of get the right angle to actually pull the tooth out. It's Otherwise, true. You- that would be tough in VR, though. I think to make work well, I'm almost picturing it more of a, you know, you you move, you have to move onto the teeth, grab it, and then just like wiggle your mouse back and forth to yank it out or something <laughs> so it's almost a physical thing or, or, if, or maybe if you're using the controller you're having to maybe you're just having to like like move between each tooth like you don't even have a way to select it directly it's like scroll across all teeth till you get to the one that you want and then you like grab the trigger and and wiggle the thumbstick or something <laughs> to wiggle it back and forth and then at the end when you've got all your teeth you hand it to to your nurse and they, they're able to, like, dispense out the cash that you... Yeah, I think the dispensing is just, like, you're literally getting cash for teeth. Yep. It's a cash for teeth scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Government funded. Yeah. Cash, Go- for, <laughs> cash for teeth. Government it's a government, government issue. Good old Dan Andrews. He's always, like, trying to make us recycle. And <laughs> is- <laughs> but, but then you, you've also got, like, one of those dodgy... Um, cash for gold sort of places down at the down at the local mall yeah can- well they're taking advantage of the government subsidized <laughs> the, the the um the re- rebates oh my god <laughs> <laughs> there's something there there's something there all right three to one click flannel level okay. roots and roots uh, flannel on a level just makes me think of like a tradie of some sort. It makes me think of a lumberjack. Or a lumberjack. Uh, yeah. Would a lumberjack use a level? Or are you just thinking more I'm like thinking level based? It's, it's a level based thing of he's got to clear out, you know, this mm-hmm. this area. And it just so happens that he's on like an alien planet. Okay. And the roots grow back very quickly. So, it's all about... I feel like we... Didn't we have a very similar game to that in our Christmas episode? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I, d- I don't think I edited that episode, so I don't remember what's <laughs> So, you don't remember what happened. We had one where you had... Anyway, you had Santa Claus was trying to go through a forest and the trees grew back. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But this is more of a single lumberjack. This could almost be... Because we've talked about that we want to mess with a twin stick shooter. Mm-hmm. This could have twin stick shooter elements where- 
he automatically swings his axe. Well, it, it, it doesn't have to be the. We don't have to go the automatic automatic way because we've also been talking about vampire survivors likes. There's got to be a better word for those than vampire survivors likes. Mm. Um, single twin sticks. <laughs> single twin sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Twin six shooter, but uh, one of your sticks is controlled single by the Single auto shooter. <laughs> I think an auto, maybe an auto shooter is probably it. But no, I think with this one, it doesn't necessarily have to be an auto shooter, but I am thinking it's fairly slow fire rate. Like you're, you're throwing axes at trees. <laughs> <laughs> is this lumberjack afraid of trees? Well, no, I don't know if we want to go that far. <laughs> Harkening back to our, one of our very early episodes. But... Using axes, maybe you get different types of axes. I don't know. But I do think the trees are growing back mm. in with a very relatively simple, you know, grow. They start growing nearby other trees at, at a particular rate. But maybe you want to avoid, like, chopping down the younger trees because you don't get as much as many points for them or, or whatever. And so you sort of almost having to strategize a bit of how you clear it out. And maybe there can be some other elements of the map that affect how you might want to approach, you know, clearing a copse of trees as it grows or... Hmm. Especially when you finally get, like, the laser axe. Oh, yes. Because that just... That carves through it like a hot knife through butter. Do you think it should be... Do you think it should be just met like close range? Or oh, maybe? Yeah. yeah, so make it more actual sort of swinging your axe, not throwing an axe. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, you get other axes that have like longer range or just uh, <laughs> a harder. <laughs> longer range is literally just a longer handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't work for closer range. Or a long, or, well, it depends <laughs> on the, maybe, you can, maybe, <laughs> maybe this can be. Maybe you're upgrading specific parts of your axe. So you can just say, okay, make the handle a bit longer, but the head is still the same. Or you can make the head bigger. And so you end up with just this massive axe head on a very tiny handle. On, a, on what looks like a very tiny handle. But maybe and- that makes it like <laughs> swing slower or something because you can't get the same you know, leverage. leverage behind it. Um, and then you can maybe like upgrade the blade like the actual yeah. end of the, you know, until finally it's a light, until you it's get a the laser. Saber. Yeah, no. it's a light, essentially a light axe. lightsaber. <laughs> TM. No, we can't turn it like that. Um, light yeah, I like sax. That. So when you swing, then mm-hmm. are we just swinging through all the trees that are there, and it's sort of a hitbox thing, or is or are we actually doing somewhat of a an arc until it hits a tree? You can arc, and depending on the damage, like it'll, and it might it'll go, yeah. go through the first tree, and it may get stuck in the second tree. Or once you've once that's, you've really done it right up, it could go dun, 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 and you you kind of get a well. That's a it. Yeah, that's sort of that's sort of what a I'm sort of thing where he's spinning round and round and round in a circle because right. he hasn't got it to stop yet. <laughs> well, okay, and actually, that could be a, uh, an interesting strategy then around how much the trees have grown. Because you're obviously going to be able to get through them more easily if they haven't grown as thick and and as hard and as juicy. Um, (laughs) So, like, before you've leveled up, it might actually be good for you to go through a bunch of young trees because you can just swing through them and take down, like, five at once because of the damage you're at, whereas you can only kind of do half of one of the larger trees at a time. 
And so you rack up more points faster, even though um, you're getting less point per tree. I guess then I wonder if part of it is you're always going to have an environmental aspect in it here. You're, you, you can't just kill all the trees. They won't grow back. Mm. Like you have to leave a bit for a while to, to have it grow back a bit so that you can come back and, you know, cut down most of them and or something like that, you know. So what are you, what are you collecting then? I mean, it could just be the wood. It could just be... Or there's, there's like, you know, if... Maybe if these trees get to a certain age, their roots become, like, valuable. As in, like, because they've grown to, to that sort of level and then you can actually, you know, collect that. Maybe. Are you digging up stumps then, though? <laughs> well, because what I'm thinking then is, like... You know, you've got a reason to leave leave a tree till they get to a certain certain size. Yeah, but there's only a short amount of time before basically where where the root becomes you know viable mm. and when it rots. Cause After you've cut it down, or- I, I think I think it's like it gets to a certain size, right? And it's like here's the Goldilocks period. Right. And if you're if you're within it, you're gonna get you know. A good, a good route, mm-hmm. and if you don't, it's basically yeah. I mean, that could um, not be, viable. I don't know if that needs to necessarily be specifically on the roots. Um, like, I think we've got enough of the theme in there just for there being trees, but you could have it that there is that Goldilocks zone of if you leave an area of trees too long, then you're going to get less value from it. Um, but you still need to cut it down if you want new trees to grow, right? Um, you're sort of trying to keep your run, you know, keep it sustainable or keep the run going or. I've just thought of a route that might work well for a coming up game. In, so, like for our next game. So I'm trying to think. I did do the, there's a lot of definitions. I'm looking at the Mandrake route, which is. Okay. You know, quite, quite often considered, um, you know, somewhat uh, used within magic rituals yes, and this yes, sort of stuff. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on because I think we we did a lot with that lumberjack game, and I think that's actually a pretty that'd be an interesting one. I think we should talk that one over tomorrow and maybe consider it because it's got the twin stick stuff in there still, but it's got some good hooks. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think let's move on and we'll consider magical roots mm, potentially. Like, I'm trying to think: is Wolf Spain actually? I mean, even just the idea of roots with particular properties, right? Yeah. And, and using them as ingredients is, is an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we can we can just be talking about, like, mandrake root is, is quite typically used in potions and all this sort of stuff. And, like, yeah. even just um, having it come from... There's a ton of good definitions of root... Including, including the Australian, well, including to fuck, to fuck, <laughs> <laughs> to root. But like, even in even in plants, you know, you've obviously got the roots of trees. But like, yes, the the persistent underground part of a plant. So like, any sort of root vegetable or whatever. The embed, like, you've got hair roots and tooth roots, which is what we've sort of already discussed. Um, the root of all evil. You've yep. got music, musical roots, roots of words, where words came from. 
the square root in math, mm-hmm. root access in computing, which we've also somewhat <laughs> had, discussed. A, had a think about. Yep. And yes, vulgar slang Australian, an act or instance of having sex. Yes. Okay, three, two, one, click, reveal. Renegade. Roots. Reveal renegade roots. I mean, that's a sentence fragment, at least. In Triple itself. R. Triple R. Good movie. You haven't watched, watched it yet. <laughs> we finished it. It was good. <laughs> Reveal renegade roots. What would a renegade root be in this case? I kind of like the idea that you know, there's there's like an underground root trade going on, okay. and this person's come in and just happened to either. Take take the wrong bag, and now they're on the run. Basically, they've got these really, really expensive, mm. like even magic, magical, magically sourced roots or mm-hmm. something like that. Because I do like that idea now. Of yeah, yeah, we can go with that. I wonder then. I'm picturing <laughs> where my mind went was, you know how there's the trope in games of. The, the little character who steals stuff and then runs away pretty quickly. And if mm-hmm. you chase him, you get all the stuff. But maybe they're, like, dropping loot behind them. Mm-hmm. The, one my went, the one my mind went to was Golden Axe, funnily enough, because I'm pretty sure in that there's, like, a little goblin or something that, yeah. that's got a whole bunch of gold. Um, and literally, in this game, you play that little that little guy. So, you have to knock down the guy and then you've got to stay on the screen long enough to sort of <laughs> run around. And, well, the, um, what the longer that you can stand still, the more points that you you build up but well, then you I get think to- also because as you run you <laughs> drop stuff right <laughs> i think you are like like those those characters in classic games they're kind of dropping little loot bits behind them so yeah maybe standing still <laughs> is the goal in this game but you've got these characters coming to chase you down mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um and then do, would the roots, if you do drop one and they pick them up, could they affect them in some way? So maybe you can be strategic about like what you drop because they'll actually affect them negatively or something. Mm. Different types of roots. Or you yeah. can choose to mm. eat them instead of... Yeah. And they, they imbue different magical powers. Yeah. Um, you you could, you know, combine them all together and mix them with a, with like a pack of cards and then that could turn them into magical cards <laughs> and then you tap the land and you play a I don't know magic but that's magic, the magic the game I was actually trying to shoehorn it into our into our idea. other idea I know <laughs> um, uh, I feel like this it doesn't I don't know if it lends itself to it but it also makes me think of an idea that I or, or a, a mechanic that I spoke of a while ago. You haven't played the game, but it's from um, Kingdom New Lands, or I think is what it's called. There's a couple of them. Where in that game you had, as you pick up the gold, it would drop into your little bag at the top, but mm-hmm. all the gold was physically simulated up there, on a, yep. just on a 2D plane. And if it literally fell out of the gold bag at the top, you'd drop it in the world. Yeah. I wonder if there's an element of that where you could have some of the physics of your movement going into, like, what's in your little sack or, like, or maybe you're balancing them or something or, like, there's some sort of I think physics-based that, I, thing. I think that scope is a little outside of what yeah, you could do in two days. No, <laughs> I think... I don't think that's true. I think you could pretty easily... Do, it's just a matter of having a... 
uh, uh, some, you know, 3D, some physically stimulated things, and if they go out of sight of a certain area, then you've dropped it, right? Like, I think you could do it. But it was more around, yeah, like, because you, you presumably you're picking stuff up at the same time, right? You're, like, gathering stuff. Yeah. But that it just drops it on top of all the other stuff, and as you do fill up, you know, depending on how it's been physically simulated, that particular thing drops off. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, three, two, one, click. Yeah. Photography. Turn. Roots. Okay. I feel like this isn't tree based. No. Photography, though. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, photography lends itself to a lot of interesting mechanics. Yep. A la your Fatal Frame and... Yeah, or your Pokemon Snap or your Lord of the Rings walking simulator. (laughs) So, (laughs) you're going around trying to catch politicians rooting. Rooting. (laughs) You're a paparazzi. (laughs) But only for bad people doing bad things. Politicians. Exactly. (laughs) And then you get to turn the photos in to to whichever newspaper is going to sell you. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm I kind of wanted to stay away from the sexual. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder how many sex based games we're going to get at the Australian game jams because this is mm. a, obviously a global game jam. It's only Australia that's going to take this theme in that direction. In that direction, yeah. <laughs> I'm gu- I'm guessing there's going to be a fair few jokes, yeah, being thrown around. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a slang term. You know, it's a as I said, vulgar <laughs> slang. <laughs> if if you get caught, you're rooted. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> you're rooted. It comes up in the classic, um, like Dark Souls. You're rooted. <laughs> <laughs> Or in the classic uh, Grand Theft Auto, it's just rooted instead of wasted. <laughs> God. Um, You've then got to have Australian, like, voice acting all the way through it. And well, that's it. Is it, it do, we, do we lean into the Australiana of it all? You're just photogra- you're doing lots, lots of photography of these beautiful things and <laughs> well, then in, what- in each level. <laughs> you can... You can find someone rooting. Well, maybe no, <laughs> no, no. I think I think where we bring rooted rooting in is just that it is an Australian slang. So we do the Australiana game. I don't think you need to have actual sex because you're you're right. Like rooted, being rooted is also you're just, fucked. You're, you're fucked. Like you screwed up. So maybe you're like a spy or something. You're an Australian <laughs> James Bond. You, you see someone get absolutely smashed by a car, like. And it's like, oh fuck me, they're rooted. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> rooted. <laughs> you see, like a um, um, he's taking a photo, and you know, there's just the three D words coming up. Rooted. <laughs> well, I think, I think your Jazza Bond. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to infiltrate like you're trying to sneak in somewhere. Wow. And if you get busted, then you're rooted. Yeah. I think that's the game. That's pretty crazy. Like, uh, I 
I think you could do a. I'm just thinking scope here. Like you'd have to do it fairly simple mechanics and fairly simple graphic style. You're not going to do like Hitman um, no. or Splinter Cell or something. But you could do something almost like <laughs> Monaco. Is that a Aussie barbecue? Because that's just you know right. nothing more Aussie than that. <laughs> um, and he bring he, he brings you know a slab in and yeah. <laughs> you know puts it down and you know trying to blend in with everyone and it's kind of a spy party esque. You, so you're really just thinking that what the Aussie hitman would be like now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Got to go in and take yeah. take a photo. If you if you don't go hang around the Barbie with the guy cooking the sauce, sausages, then you're going to get you know caught out. They're going to wonder why. But then suspicious. again, if you spend too much time, then they're going to get suspicious because it's like, who are you? Like, well, that's it. They don't actually know you, but you know, yeah, you have to you have to show your face for a bit. Yeah, you have to keep yourself well known, but also get inside and take, you know, photos after you got after you got root access to their computer. Oh right, and, we'll bring that into um, then you gotta get out again. I I kinda like that. Mm. You know, just getting in doing all these different <laughs> different things. Putting as many different routes you know, you, you go in there and it's all like, the different hmm, so- licorice fruit, <laughs> root beer. <laughs> That's not very Australian. He, he, he sarsaparilla. <laughs> he literally brings a slab of root beer, thinking that you know he's not been in Australia, <laughs> so he's trying to blend in as an Australian. And they're like, "What the fuck's that, mate? We we drink sars sars here, sarsaparilla here, fucking sarsaparilla." <laughs> Who the fuck likes licorice in there? fucking like Americans okay the slightly slightly different medical direction optometrist help roots eyes have do eyes have roots that's what that's it like your ocular nerve is kind of the root it, it's, it's the root of the eye <laughs> I can see some fun physics on roots <laughs> on eyes hanging by the root pruning the root of the eye <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. You got your little potato peeler and you're just shaving it back. Oh. <laughs> and that's what was what the- your word? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> um, help. Help. Okay. Well, that's not helping. <laughs> uh, so, that's exactly what they're going to do to your eyes. Uh, yeah, the week. week after the game jam when I go get laser surgery. Um, <laughs> they're going to get their potato peeler. They get their potato gonna- peeler. They peel a little flat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they demonstrated to me on a potato, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they didn't show you the fact that they actually pop the whole eye out and you can actually see in two different directions at once. Mm, like, mm, mm. They, but, they they just take a photo beforehand to make sure they, you, like, put it back in you the just right gotta, You've got to prune those roots, though. Like, um, You can't let them overgrow. No. It's dangerous. Those ocular roots, they can... They can do some massive damage. So, are you damage. saying that, like, <laughs> in this game, people come across your desk, table, whatever, and you just, like, like pop out their eye, it's just hanging there by the root, and you just, like, shave it and down you just a little shave bit it down and, and then put it back, back in. in. Mm. And then you do the other one. The week Whilst- later. Week later, because oh, you, you got to let that one heal. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we go in a, in a more surealist direction uh, more, that's not, more no, surreal, more surreal. <laughs> the, the, the eyes it's more of the thematic thing around eyes we just have like plants that are kind of eyes on their roots we have you know 
lots of like buildings have big eyes on them. Eye gardens. Yeah, just eye gardens of all that. They and they turn to look like to look at you as you walk past. Of course. Yay! That, yeah, that's not creepy at all. Maybe the people in this world just have one big eye on their neck. Like it's just a world of eyes. It's a world of cyclops. Like they've got one huge eye in the middle, right? And, and they're very and proud of it. And their ocular roots need, need their pruning. Eye <laughs> I just don't see pruning ocular roots to be a good gameplay mechanic. I don't really feel. I can't picture the game feel of that. <laughs> <laughs> squeezing an eye now that's a bit different i could see squeezing an eye for some reason mm-hmm. well you gotta get to, to the f- root of the problem to focus yeah 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 well that's and quite quite often with eyes the root of the problem is the fact they're rooted that they're rooted yeah yeah i mean this is the thing we can get away with using root in many different ways yeah anything can be rooted in our game and then that we've used roots you, you die you get covered in roots and you get pulled down into the underworld like yeah tasmania yeah and then that's what we call them. <laughs> <laughs> <The underworld>. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's go one more one more oh, we're there already holy moly we haven't even come up with our what we're gonna build yet branch (laughs) (laughs) refuge roots climbing a tree github (laughs) gotta get root access to be able to prune that branch off of github okay (laughs) (laughs) but it's metaphorical so it's physical branches still like yes. you're dealing with actual trees yeah the way to prune it is you you have like the you're digital in like a, shears and you yeah can, yeah you're in like a someone's re- repository yeah with all their branches get hub not github get hub <laughs> or plant hub plant hub root hub no that might be read as root hub <laughs> <laughs> Ruth. Although well, yours could be plant thub. So plant thub. Plant thub. Plant Is it actually github? Because we've we been pronouncing it wrong. This I whole think we time. have. It's it is actually github. I think it's github. Github. Yeah. 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 Maybe there was supposed to be an M in there, and it was like githum. Githum. <laughs> needs a B. Oh, I see. In between, right. Um, I don't think so, Tim. Okay, it was GitHub. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. No, no. Okay. So, I think that's too too abstract. Yeah. Um, my my thought was though, like some sort of climbing, tree climbing game. Yeah, you're trying to take refuge from I don't know a fucking bear or something. Yeah, what size are you? Um, and what size is the bear? You're a giant, so you actually just take one step and you're on top of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I the think the bear is fucking huge. <laughs> it's a giant, it's a giant bear. <laughs> you're just in a forest, but like you can't actually get away because you're larger than all the trees. <laughs> no, I think you're. Either a child or an adult. Like, I think you're just a person. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, obviously a large tree. 
I think there are just there could be some interesting gameplay mechanics around climbing a tree. Maybe having to like you'll have some branches that are thinner that you are taking a risk mm-hmm. of climbing on because they could break. Um, almost a um, not quite quop because I don't want that level, but like a what was a foddy. Bennett, ben, no, getting Bennett, over Bennett Foddy getting over like that's almost that sort of mechanics of where you have to work a little bit to get up the tree um, and if you if you make a mistake like oh you're going to lose some progress yep okay how about instead of a tree it's a beanstalk okay beanstalks have roots that's fine yeah because then it's literally going to to the fucking clouds yeah. like yeah so, you know, I could imagine, you know, those sort of timing mechanics of, again, I'm kind of picturing maybe a lumberjack, but they're, like, using their axe to, like, launch themselves up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if they go too much, then they can they cut down the branch that they're, they're currently on. Oh, that's interesting, having that risk-reward of, yeah, if you, you can fling yourself up with an axe, but you're going to take out some branches in the meantime. So, if you don't get to the one you're sort of hoping to get to, you might fall back or... Yeah, and you can stick the axe in, into the, into the into the you know, trunk of the... Trunk of the well, and I like the idea of the physical aspect of your falling also being... Uh, a factor as to whether a branch breaks, right? So, if you make a big jump over some thinner branches, like, you might have been able to safely walk onto those, but if you fall from higher up, they're going to they're gonna break. And you get some of those fun scenes then of, like, like coming down through multiple, have <coughs> multiple seen, branches. I think it's the game Grow Home. Or grow up. I think you're right. You're like a robot. You're a robot. And you can like grab on with your hands, use the triggers or something to. And that was like a really cool, cool idea. I could actually see this working in a, you know, in that sort of style, in that sort of style. But I can also see this working in a two D style. Yeah, I was definitely picturing two D. The beanstalk is good actually because then it makes it more acceptable if we have it like twisting and turning a bit more so it's not just a straight up and down kind of thing you can have some like yeah you can have some horizontal bits and you know horizontal bits are easier to jump from platform to platform but if you fall you're fucked because Mm. you know you're gonna fall to wherever the last twist of that beanstalk was you know meters and meters down yeah Um, and actually I like the idea of having like a this is how high you've gone yeah. Meter. Um, okay. In reality, how high are clouds? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How many kilometers up? Because we could literally make this an endless climber. Yeah, I think I think it is. I feel like it's an endless climber. Essentially, how high up are the clouds? I'm just asking Google. Oh, it's thanks Google for telling me in feet. Between 6,500 feet and 15,000 feet um, are mid-level clouds. And high-level clouds are more than 15,000 feet. I can't remember. 15,000 feet in metres. 4,500 metres. 
So four and a half kilometers. Four and a half kilometers. That's not yeah. bad. Like, so that's pretty good. You're going to play for a while and... Uh, you're going to play for a while and then you'll see a castle at the end. And if you make it, like, you yeah, get, you you get, get the squashed by a giant. No, you get squashed by a giant. Instantly. Right. Instantly. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it. No, it, it's not even squash. It just kicks you it off the beanstalk. It just kicks you off it. But you get to fall so the whole way down. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that, actually. I like it. It zooms out. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> you get to the top. Most, I think most, for most of this, it's been, you know, zoomed in relatively close. So, you, where you're climbing is, is filling the screen. And yes, it zooms out and you see this whole, hopefully procedurally generated beanstalk that you just climbed as you fall down it, potentially tumbling off some of the branches. I, I, I'm, I'm imagining them. you're now, by the time you finish, you're like a kilometer away from this fucking yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and I think it's almost like a huge landscape scene then. And you're basically like a pixel on it as you're falling. Yeah. That's cool. I like that actually. <laughs> something about that's a good. That'd just, be good. I reckon it'd be a good speed run game if you made that work well. Especially if you started, you know, yeah, like being able to really get that momentum going with the the axe. You'd have to have some power ups as you went. Like, there'd be. I think you'd need to mix it up a bit with that sort of thing. Certainly, um, maybe you can like get a. a hollow bones power up so you weigh less and don't break through branches basically (laughs) I'm just imagining you break your leg and just suck the marrow out it's like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I quite like like this I think this would be in scope to a a degree I think the big question mark would be getting those mechanics working well but getting also like you wouldn't want to have to sit there and model, you know. No, no, you'd have to, you'd have to generate, you'd have to procedure generate it. But I mean, you could do that, okay. Actually, I think you just choose random uh, positions from the base and draw a spline to it, and then along that spline, you have an algorithm for sprouting branches. Essentially, you might not be able to get your loops and stuff in there, but that could maybe be some custom stuff. So, yeah, I think you could kind of do that. I think it really would be, yeah, that, that mechanic of how does that exactly work with your axe and stuff. You could do it in a similar way, I suppose, to getting over it, where it's sort of as you put your axe in there, it sticks. But if you kind of keep moving in that direction, it sort of pivots you around that point and you could launch yourself up and then you can kind of... might be too easy, though. Yeah, but then you got those big-ass fucking leaves in in the way right that you're going to run into yeah maybe that you may need to hang off and you know yeah. cut out of the way or, or cut them if off you, if you want to leave them there then you've got to work out how you're going to want get yourself around them out and end up yeah it'll be interesting because you'd have to play with a few ideas yeah well I think that gives us a few ideas for tomorrow yeah I think it'll, it'll be interesting to see if we if we pursue any of these or we just go with something new. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think some of that. I think the lumberjack one could be cool. The the twin stick shooter where the enemies don't move; they mm-hmm. just grow. Um, that could be interesting. But no, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll let Ryan have a have a bit of a discussion. Well, yes. <laughs> well, we had we do have a third person who is in our team. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us on BitStorm. If you want to find all of our previous episodes, 
go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm and have a listen and leave us a review. That'd be great. If you'd like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure by the band Kuradust. So go check it out at kuradust.bandcamp.com. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Travis Scott. Roots. Bloody roots. <laughs> <laughs>